Good afternoon and welcome to The Boldness Goes to Melbourne Fringe in 2023. The boldness is about standing up for your human rights instead of waiting for some well-meaning person to give them to you. Today I am talking with Will Crawford about his show Rocksteady Baby showing at Melbourne Fringe. We're going to give him a big round of applause to welcome him to 3CR 855 AM. How are you doing today, Will? Very well, and thanks so much for having me. Delighted to be here. You've got a very interesting background, Will. You've done quite a lot of things. Tell us about it. In terms of comedy, I've always loved comedy. I, um, was, I used to write comedy plays and do debating at high school. In uni, I was very involved in writing and performing in sketch comedy, comedy reviews, and then did acting. And, and then I started off as a lawyer in commercial law, and then I worked at Fitzroy Legal Service. Then I helped work to set up the Neighbourhood Justice Centre, which was a therapeutic court in Collingwood. I was just about 30 years old and someone tapped me on the shoulder and said, would you like to come up to Catherine to work? So I went to be an Aboriginal legal aid lawyer in Catherine and actually fell in love with the place. For a little while, about four years, I did community development and filmmaking, working with elders on education and the law and trying to get more involved in circle sentencing and then I did land rights and then more recently I ran charities and a youth program in Arnhem Land for a place called Alpa, the Arnhem Land Progress Aboriginal Corporation and then yeah got diagnosed a couple of years ago and then decided to move so I moved back to Melbourne. So I'm now doing this land rights native title work in Melbourne. About 10 years ago, I don't know, I was a little bored and I, I did a stand-up comedy workshop and fell in love with stand-up and then for the last 10 years I've been doing lots of stand-up. So, yeah. What I love about this, Will, it was really important that you've had this very well-rounded life, you've had the career and you've still got this fantastic career. It's developed, it's evolved over time and then with MS, it was diagnosed. How did that feel when you found out about the MS? It was dramatic. I didn't have any discernible symptoms. And then 
within the space of four days, I kind of um, lost my eyesight. So I had a blurriness of my vision. So my vision was limited to like about 10 meters for a while and dizziness and knew something was up. But thankfully, once they worked out that it was most likely MS, yeah, had a little bit of processing to do. It was initially challenging and one of the other challenges was I was in living on my own in the Northern Territory and I didn't have so many friends or family around and it was during COVID, so people couldn't visit. And this is partly what the comedy show's about is it was a big challenge. I've got a very, very wicked sense of humour, Will. <laughs> That's right. When you, as a lawyer, Will... I'm not too sure if that's actually so far removed from the world of comedy, given some of the outcomes, the debates, and when people are coming across different points of law and debating them in court. court, Only generally lawyers get paid a lot more than comedians. Very true. You mentioned that you've done some filmmaking. Is that a practical way for developing skills to help education to get messages out into the community? 100%. So when I was working, I was working with a lot of First Nation peoples in very remote areas who are very traditional and weren't speaking English as a first language. And one of the groups I was working with had a lot of first contact people who'd who hadn't met white people until they were sort of 15 or 20. They were a desert community. And so their understanding of the white system was very limited and vice versa, our understanding of their world was quite limited. And so we found that working together with the elders and the young people to make films in language but focusing on both legal systems, so we'd often do disputes where there'd be a traditional mediation type process to help resolve it but also to point out some of the western legal systems and how that would apply to a similar situation and and we often use comedy as part of that to make it more entertaining and to make our films more interesting and I was working with some elders and we were making a film about jealous fighting and a wife stealer and, and I asked who wanted to play the role and then they all pointed at me <laughs> and so, <laughs> yeah so and that was quite funny partly because yeah I was speaking in Walpuri language and being coached by how to do that and I was exaggerating so badly and acting so badly, they thought that was hilarious. And that made the film a lot more entertaining. But, yeah, I think the world is can be a really difficult place sometimes, and I think humour can be a really good way to help people through that. Education's super important, and it does help to... Humour actually is a really good way to get a meeting of the minds so that people can understand each other better. And that's really one of the big motivations for my show is to talk about my journey, also to find some of the laughs and jokes and amusements I found along the way and also show that how that helped the healing process for me, but also to demystify and destigmatize uh, an illness that 
not everyone knows about and, and some people have some misconceptions about. So I found it a really useful process to ride and perform it. I've done it in Adelaide Fringe and in Darwin Fringe and, yeah, happy to be bringing it to Melbourne Fringe. With MS, it actually is a subject that is very, very close to my heart. I do know a number of people with MS. There's a lot of misunderstandings in the community. For example, one of my friends is very, very, very temperature sensitive. Quite often I know a number of people with MS. The part of their mobility as the MS grows, looking at things like uh, walkers, mobility aids. When it comes down to Rocksteady Baby, when it comes down to the accessibility of the show, how easy is it for people to move about? Was this a consideration on choosing the venue for Rocksteady Baby? Absolutely. So when I looked at venues, sort of not only wheelchair, but walker access was really important. So the good thing is there's a a full lift up to the TIC at Swanson Street. It's wheelchair accessible walker. Also deliberately asked for the ability to move, to have seating varied. So if people need additional Spaces we can rearrange the seating. It's a 50, 60 seat venue, but we've got areas on the side and we can move our seating however people want it. Improv Conspiracy have been wonderful to work with. Well, I was very interested in sharing this story both with people in the MS community and and also more broadly. So in Adelaide, I did a show which I combined with the MS Society of MT in South Australia. And we hosted a couple of nights for the community. And it was a really helpful way of connecting. I hadn't met many people in the community because I've been living in Darwin, which was a very small place, and was able to meet a lot of people with MS at very different stages of their journeys. And I found that really helpful. And we even had a young girl who was only 19 who'd recently got diagnosed and she was able to link in with everyone there and also link into a whole lot of supports because she was freshly diagnosed and hadn't previously been. And, and that's one of the other things which the show is also about. It's not only about the journey, it's about celebrating all the really good systems that are there, like we have amazing medical advances in treatment, which is wonderful, but we also have really impressive allied health. We have things like the MS Society, which provides really good peer support and um, for people and counselling and employment services. I'm really so grateful to, to MS Plus in Victoria and also the Royal Darwin Hospital in Darwin, who helped me through some very difficult times and have provided ongoing support for me. So I've been very lucky, and this show touches on that a little bit because I weave all the lovely people who provided support on the way, and there's a few jokes through that process about working with all these lovely people. Yeah, the idea is to poke fun at myself embrace all the beautiful things that 
have helped me get through and also show people a little bit more about the condition so that people understand more. Thank you very much for that, Will. We're going to play some community announcements and a mystery song, and then we will continue with the interview with Will Crawford about his upcoming show, Rocksteady Baby, showing at Melbourne Free. Public transport's great. What's not great is that unless you've got a radio with you, you can't listen to 3CR when you're on it. Until now, the Community Radio Plus app lets you listen to us wherever you are. Get on board and search Community Radio Plus wherever you get your apps. Vibe Union is bringing exciting, ongoing showcases of local talent across Melbourne. This creative collective provides a supportive platform to upcoming artists, hosting poetry open mic nights, intimate singer-songwriter evenings, and hip-hop showcases. Head along to one of their events for a welcoming night of creativity, or see how you can get involved at vibeunion.com.au. Vibe Union is a 3CR supporter. I was going through the of Melbourne. Melbourne's really big, really big. I was coming to you through the of Melbourne. Say long trip.
mystery song was by Andrew Nicolades called City of Melbourne. City of Melbourne is the first single from an upcoming LP, Savannah, a collection of five pop rock tunes that emanate Andrew's soulful and heartfelt artistry in abundance with Andrew creating a visual art space for each song. And Andrew is one of the performers from our good friends at Wild at Heart Community Arts. Now, welcome back to the Boldness Goes to Melbourne Fringe Festival in 2023 on Thursday the 12th of October. We're having a great discussion with Will Crawford about his show Rocksteady Baby at Melbourne Fringe. Will, what are some of the things you'd like to share us about some of those experiences of having MS? It sounded like there was a couple of little experiences such as maybe going to the wrong venue and things like this that happened as part of the journey? The journey has been really interesting. Like the part of it has been just understanding what it meant for me in terms of the where I find the comedy in things. I suppose probably just me not fully understanding things. A good example was I think I was having a chat to a neurologist and they do a thing called an MRI where they scan your brain and and sometimes your um, spinal fluid. They did that and he came back and said, oh, Will, just letting you know we've found a whole lot of plaque in there and I was a bit confused and was very embarrassed about my dental flossing and apologised profusely. And he says, not that kind of plaque. Well, this is from the MS. And so anyway, there were, yeah, so there's lots of jokes about that, about my misunderstanding, but also even my physio was asking me what particular exercises I like doing to, 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 and and I said I was, very big into break dancing. She then learned a whole lot of break dancing on YouTube and, you know, within a couple of weeks she was beating me at all the break dancing moves. So <laughs> anyway, so I think there's reflections on, on some of the moments that I've had. Yeah, the show covers uh, lots of them. And lots of jokes about, you know, myself and and how I dealt with things. So yeah, it's, it's very much, it's silly and affectionate and joyful is what I'm, I'm trying to do. So yeah, it'll be good. Look, is it one of the trends that has emerged over comedy, particularly in the past few years at raw comedy, it's comedians getting up on stage and sharing their experiences about their own life the awkwardness, poking fun of themselves and putting in perspective of what it was really like and how they did feel. With Rock Steady Baby, earlier 
you mentioned about going with the MS plus the networking events, who specifically are the types of people that you'd really like to come and see rock steady baby? Putting it in context, when I was growing up in the 1970s, there was the MS readathons. Yeah. Is this about educating everyone, finding solutions, or showing people this is what my life has been like, this is the way that I actually can put humour in it to connect with others so that people do not feel as alone? Yeah, no, I found when I was performing in Adelaide Fringe that there was some really positive responses to people with MS or, you know, immune, you know, uh, conditions. And so it was lovely when people did come and wanted to hear my story. People would sometimes, you know, reflect and see things in their own journey that was similar or different. But also, which is the thing I'm really excited about, is the celebration and honesty of talking about getting through something. Like, I'm very lucky that things have gone reasonably well. But at the same time, I think I really wanted to show not only the community, but the or the MS community, but also the community at large that, you know, challenges can be difficult, but also it's a beautiful thing and there are positives that come out of any challenge as well. So, yeah, I, I, I'm very keen for people to see it who are interested in sort of, you know, you know, the health side of things, but also in terms of just, you know, human a celebration of yeah those human supports that help people the the show is also includes a lot of very silly comedy at the start of it my second half of the show is more about my health journey so there are lots of one-liners and and um you know my usual crazy silly comedy i at one time pretended i'm clairvoyant and i know what all the audience is thinking um, you know, or what particular um, issues they're going, and I have no idea, but yeah, I just superimpose those on people. So, yeah, there are jokes about lots of different things, and I'd encourage people to check it out because, yeah, it's, yeah, I think a celebration of life and acknowledgement that, yeah, humour is ha- has a healing force and that, you know, you've just got to poke the fun out of yourself and everyone else, and it makes it a whole lot more fun. Well, Will, there's that one of the fun one-liners you said up in Darwin. Would you like to share that with us? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, no, I've got a few, This is actually something I often do when I'm flyering. So you hand out a flyer and show people, and I say, Will Crawford, you know, the best-looking man in Darwin, but it's a small gene pool. So I often find when with flowering, it's often good to have a one-liner so people, you know, recognise who you are, but also you're still giving them one joke as part of it. I'll do one more joke if you like. This one is about lawyers, and, you know, sometimes people think lawyers can be, you know, a little bit dodgy and and, and scumbags maybe, and uh, so I'll try this one out on you. What's the difference between a lawyer riding a motorbike and a vacuum cleaner? 
a vacuum cleaner has the dirt bag on the inside. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. That's great, Will. Really, really enjoyed that. Now, Will, I really, really enjoyed that. That's a very, very great joke that the vacuum cleaner has a dirt bag on the inside. What are the details of Rocksteady Baby? Where is it showing and how do people get tickets? Tickets, uh, you can just Google Melbourne Fringe Festival Will Crawford Rocksteady Baby and so the tickets are available on the Melbourne Fringe website. The venue is the TIC Theatre of um, uh, improv- Improvisation Conspiracy at 37 Swanson Street in the city. Um, the performance dates are... Saturday and Sunday, the 14th and 15th of October, and then from Thursday, the 18th of October to Sunday, the 22nd of October. The shows are deliberately early. I also get a little bit of fatigue sometimes, so my shows are on at 6 p.m., so it's an early night, or you can catch dinner afterwards if you want, and on the Sundays at 5 p.m., so... Yeah, no, very excited and also excited to be seeing what a lot of other um, comedians are doing. So I'll be seeing a few other shows while I'm here as well. Fantastic, Will. Now comes the last dramatic question. 30 seconds on what is the best reason for people to see Rocksteady Baby? I think you'll get a lot of laughs, a lot of joy. There's some poignancy, but there's a whole lot of silliness. Well, thank you very much for coming on to the boldness goes to Melbourne Fringe in 2023. Thank you very much. My name is Rafael Caleb. I've been talking with Will Crawford about his forthcoming show, Rocksteady Baby, showing at Melbourne Fringe Festival. Thank you very much for your time, Will. Thanking you. Thanks for having me and looking forward to the show. Much appreciated, Will. That was a great interview about a show called Ready, Steady, Baby, starring Will Crawford. Now, The Boldness Goes to Melbourne Fringe in 2023. It's a series of interviews and discussions about performers who have a disability and what they are doing at Melbourne Fringe because performers with a disability are completely underrepresented in the media. And the very next interview, The Boldness Goes to Melbourne Fringe in 2023, is with a group community and a very important part of the community, the deaf and hard of hearing There's a show in Melbourne Fringe called Deaf Enough by a performer called Nathan Borg and that's what I'm going to be talking about next time because when it comes down to the shows that the deaf and the hard hearing community do put on, they are incredibly good. They're very, very gifted and generally they get very, very little publicity. What it is that 
with Deaf Enough. It's going to be a show about what it really does mean to be deaf, the problems in the community. We're going to go out with a song by Jen Frank, by our good friends from Wild at Heart Community Arts. I hope to see you soon. Keep listening to 3CR on 855 AM. This is I Hope to See You Soon by Jen Frank. Thank you. I hope. 